This is Good Hope FM News. A media company owned by Indian business family The Guptas has given the EFF until 12 noon today to reverse its violent threats or face action. In a letter to the EFF, ANN7 and the New Age editor-in-chief Mohsin Williams demands that the party retracts the threats against Gupta staff members, shareholders and properties. Earlier this week at a press conference, EFF leader Julius Malema warned that journalists from Gupta-owned media would not be welcome at his party's events and the Guptas must leave the country. Amos Pago reports. William says they believe that the EFF statements are an attempt to intimidate Gupta employees and their families. He says such actions are illegal and cannot be accepted in a free and democratic society. The company further says in order to ensure that its employees are afforded the right to continue with their work unhindered and without fear of violence against them, the EFF should retract its statement by 12 o'clock midday or else appropriate steps will be taken. Meanwhile, EFF spokesperson Mbuyeseni Ndlozi says the decision of the EFF to exclude Gupta-owned media such as ANN7 from their events should not be challenged. We have the freedom of association. These are our events. We have the freedom to choose EFF press conferences, EFF rallies, EFF gala dinners. We don't want to associate with Gupta-corrupt families. Western Cape Police say they are investigating the possibility that the same suspect is linked to the three rapes and one attempted rape near the University of Cape Town. The most recent incident on Thursday night occurred when a female student crossed a pedestrian bridge near the M3 towards Rhodes Memorial when she was abducted and raped in the bushes. Police spokesperson Noloiso Rekwana says the modus operandi appears to be the same, but it's unclear at this stage whether it is the same person. UCT has urged all staff and students to be vigilant in off-campus areas. Government's initiative, Operation Pakisa, will help create jobs and stabilize the economy. ANC Deputy President Soro Ramaphosa said this during his address in Pulakwane. The initiative is designed to fast-track the implementation of solutions on critical development issues. It's focusing on unlocking the economic potential of the country's oceans, which can help create much-needed jobs. And finally, politicians in Haiti have signed a last-minute agreement to install a transitional government that keeps the country from plunging into an immediate power vacuum. Under the new agreement, Parliament will elect an interim president for a four-month term. President Michel Martelly, his five-year term comes to an end today. A runoff vote to replace him was postponed last month because of fears of violence and allegations of fraud. The agreement is to be signed by the presidents of both chambers of Parliament. The BBC's Katie Watson reports. This agreement means Haiti, the poorest country in the Americas, avoids plunging into a power vacuum as feared. A first round of voting saw President Michel Martelly's favoured candidate, Jovenel Moise, win a third of the vote, while opposition candidate Jude Celestine won a quarter. But Mr Celestine called the vote a ridiculous farce, and opposition protesters denounced what they called an electoral coup. The new agreement means an interim president will be elected for a term of 120 days. The second round of elections is now scheduled for April. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Amy Bishop.